And the pitch. We deliver baseball caps, myths, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Blog Talk Radio. Who are the unstoppable ones? Is it just that they can do it and I can't? Who are the Mission Unstoppable. Mission Unstoppable. The Unstoppable Ones. You did say Unstoppable, right? You did say Unstoppable, right? What is it they know that I don't? Coach Frankie Picasso takes you on Mission Unstoppable. Can anyone stop these people? on another Mission Unstoppable into the world of online marketing. My guest tonight is the indefatigable, outrageously hipster female technology guru and founder of Gutsy Women, LLC, a company devoted to taking the fear of technology out of the vocabulary of women and brave men, so she says, and putting powerful tools back into their hands so that they can become valuable resources for their families and communities. As a women's rights activist, mother, wife, fighting for peace, Quality and the feminine divine. My guest tonight will show you how she came to do it all and how you can too. So stay tuned, stay close. We'll be back to meet her in just one moment. This is the unstoppable Frankie Picasso, and you are listening to Mission Unstoppable Radio. The time in Toronto is 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 in Chicago, 5 in Los Angeles. I want to thank the good folks here at Blog Talk Radio for allowing me to broadcast over their network, and I want to thank you, you know who you are, for tuning in to me each and every week and making it such a joy to bring you the unstoppable ones. I have the phones open in the chat room as well. Feel free to write or call. If you have any questions, the number is 646-595-3741. My guest this evening is Debbie Dusick. She has been a trailblazer for over 35 years, always leading, always ready to jump into the fray, be it flying as a human kite or jumping in front of a camera to pitch herself on the next Internet millionaire. Today, her passions are leading her to Australia, where she feels a very strong calling to facilitate the global gathering of the feminine energy. Her goal is to create more balance in the world between the masculine and the feminine, and we'll see how that will affect more peace, abundance, and sustainability. Please welcome Debbie. Good evening, Debbie, and welcome to Mission Unstoppable. Good evening, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh, it is my pleasure. You know, Debbie, Debbie and I met on Facebook, um, yep. and, and we met as a, as a, I guess we were both friends of Addie, who was starting a group. She was looking for women who would mentor other women who were disenfranchised women who were um, looking for, I guess, a hand up, some, somebody to help them. And that's kind of how, how I met her, and I found out she was the founder of Gutsy Women, an amazing you know, company that, that was taking the fear of technology. And, and there is a lot of fear in technology for both men and women, I think, um, you know, <laughs> who want to create online businesses for themselves. So tell us, how did this come about, and how did you become such a technophobe? <laughs> well, um, it, it all came about when I was looking for different options uh, to how to work from home. We had a construction company, my husband and I we were both partners in, and um, I was at that time a sandwich generation person, so I had kids at home and I had a grandma that uh, was in a wheelchair that I was taking care of, and then I became nurse for my dad, and then we had a, a construction company, and I was just looking at... Um, we had put all our eggs in one basket as far as income, and so I wanted to look around at what else I could do. Well, you had so much, when, so much extra time. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we lived out in the country, and um, it was hard to find people to help me with my grandma, and, and so it wasn't like I could go out and get a part-time job um, to, to supplement that. So. So, you know, when when women have to do what they have to do, they look around for their options and they take the best option. Well, I had been on the Internet uh, since, oh, gosh, I don't know. I guess I started getting online in 1999 and um, was, really was interested at how much information you could get from there. And it was very exciting to me. And I'm, I love to learn. So, you know, I'm like an addict on all this information, trying to learn all this stuff. 
And so when I was looking at my options, I um, I got a um, an invitation to a convention where, uh, well, a workshop where you could actually learn. And it was my first one was Corey Rudel, which who is now a legend. And um, sorry to say, not alive. But it was an amazing event. And I came back, and I was so excited. And and so I just decided to um, build websites. So um, when I first got started, it was really interesting because we did live in the country, and at the time I had a 22K modem. Um, (laughs) Dial up, right? (laughs) Yeah, dial up. And I had to – it took me like four days to make one page. (laughs) But then a really cool thing happened. Uh, they put in a T1 line from the city not far away. Um, and so then all of a sudden I had this really fast ESL, ESL in the beginning. And um, so I just kept learning and learning and learning, and, and it just sort of morphed from there. I realized that making websites and working with people in that regard was was hard work and a lot of hours. And so I just sort of kept my eyes open as to how else I could um, used that knowledge and just started getting into internet marketing. Going, oh, okay, that's the ticket. And this idea of gutsy women. I was standing up in my office on the second level, overlooking this gorgeous. We had five acres, and 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 that's truly one of the things um, that I get really excited about is the fact that you can live anywhere in the world and do this business. And here I was out in the middle of nowhere with a better internet connection than most people in the city close by and um this this idea came into me it was almost like a right into my brain about this vampire so that's how gutsy women was born it was a mind map that would just flew into my brain i sat down and i i mapped it all out and but it sat in a box for about you know three four five years before i actually was able to have my grand opening Oh, my gosh. It is, you know, it's absolutely, it's a fantastic name. Love the name. Very catchy. Love the logo. And I can't imagine that you sat on it for five years, but that's fantastic. Now, did you feel that this was kind of channeled to you then, this, this mind map? I really do, yeah. Yeah, if you if you took a look at the mind map, you'd go, oh, my God. <laughs> you really are going to accomplish that. And part of the problem um, with many uh, women who are in charge of family have kids, um, have businesses that they're running and and truly want to you know go after their passion. Sometimes they just can't. There's too many other responsibilities that they need to take up care of first. So, yeah, it was it was on the drawing board for a long time. A few false starts and then finally um, it was like, okay, guys, I think it's time. So, um, that it was really uh, a fantastic site that you put together too. I mean, you have so many articles and videos and really. Very clearly how to. I mean, a lot of people might think, oh, I'm too stupid, I'm too this or too that to come to the site to learn anything. But you don't um, disparage anybody. You don't, you know, it you, you, doesn't matter what, what you, they believe their ability is, you believe that they can do it. And that's how you present it really easy, really slowly, really just uh, so great, you know, that they can get this. Oh, and, thank and you. It, it, oh, really, it, it's, it's inspiring. It really is. Well, that was the intention, and that is the unique. Um, uh, part of gutsy women is because you know you're talking to a baby boomer. I'm I just turned 55 and I'm alive and we yeah. weren't brought up on computers. We were yeah. you know this is we had to I had to really it's all self taught. I didn't you know I took one HTML class online and the rest is uh, just muddling through and making the mistakes and looking at the opportunities and listening to the masters and. And trying things out, and it and it really truly has morphed. But last year, um, when Internet Millionaire happened, it was really cool because I just saw um, I had just heard about this um, thing that was happening online from these gurus, and I'm like, I'm going to check it out. So this was like a week before my grand opening, and I thought, oh, that would be so cool. I'm going to show everybody who comes to my grand opening. This, this great competition, and then I'm going to announce that I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. And um, Well, let's tell folks what it is because not everybody knows, knows what, what the uh, competition was. So it was um, Internet Millionaire. It was two guys. What were their names? Eric Homeland and Joel Com. 
both okay. very well-known Internet marketers, happened to live in Colorado. And um, uh, the whole idea was to prove that entertainment and education is just as viable on the Internet as it is on TV. And so they said, okay, we're going to put this competition, this virtual, the world's first virtual reality competition in Internet marketing on, exclusively on the Internet, and we are going to look all over the world for the um, contestants. So they opened it up, and they, um, the first requirement was that you put together a two-minute video then you send it. It had to be in by a certain date. I got mine in, I think, a minute before the deadline. Oh, <laughs> They're fantastic, too. I mean, let's tell folks where they can go and watch your video right now because they are great. They really are. Oh, thank you. Well, I had, I had a great time making them. It's really interesting because I had not done video before. Um, but I'm, I'm a ham. I don't know. It was sort of easy for me, although um, on my um, – on the two-minute audition videos, I was, I, uh, it came easier. Let's say a year later, it's a lot easier for me to be in front of the camera. But I had a, a professional team that did all the video, and they were very patient with me and very knowledgeable about what we should do and what we shouldn't do. And, um, and it got me in the top spot. It got me in the top it 12. Did. So It did. Congratulations to that. Okay, so they can see this on YouTube. They can see this on your website, Gutsy Women. Yes. Uh, or is, is that where they can go? Okay. Yes, yeah, either one. I, and I also have my own TV channel with Mogulus, and uh, it's uh, Web2 for Women. And um, you can actually get any of my videos on demand. So you can just scroll right through, and it's on like a little TV screen. It's really cool. Oh, how fantastic. Wow, see how much she knows. <laughs> <laughs> We have to go there and learn all this. I need you to sit right by my side. I'm a well, but the beauty of it is, is that, and this is what I tell the gals that I work with, they have made softwares so easy that that you know once you get it set up, it's you just plug those videos right in. You can you can scroll things across it. I mean, it's it's like they just make it so easy. So. Mm-hmm. People shouldn't be afraid of that stuff. It seems like it's cutting edge, but you sign up for an account, they tell you how to do it in two or three steps, and, it, and it's ready to go. It's, and that's what's so exciting. You know, if, if when I first started in this, it was, it was a lot harder, a lot of the softwares, and I would just bang my head against the wall for hours. But, man, um, nowadays the, they just have come up with these softwares and services that pretty much set it all up for you, and you just plug in. I just want to say, Debbie, that any, anybody who wonders as to your character, all they have to do is go and look at the last video where you went around the gutsy, room, gutsy women room. I guess you have a group of women who show up you know, weekly in, in, in Pueblo, Colorado, where you live. And mm-hmm. you, you congratulated the winner of the Internet market, online marketing, a millionaire. You could, all of them congratulate. I mean, that just shows um, how much class you have, really. Oh, that thank was really you. just beautiful. Really, really great. Well, I was thrilled that a woman won, and I was thrilled that she won because she just, I just admired her abilities. I mean, her, everything. And, and you know, my whole premise from the very beginning was, come on, guys, let us in. This is Internet marketing, and it's nothing but guys. You've got all guy teachers. And, and you know what? I'm not a man-hater. I just want to level the playing field. And it was really interesting because, out of the first 50, they split it right down the middle, 50, uh, 25 and 25. Then the top 12, they split 6 and 6. So I don't know if I had an effect on that or if they had planned on doing that, but I was so thrilled to see that they did level the playing field and then that a woman finally won. It was just so cool. Now, were you the oldest one in there? I was. Okay, so a little bit of ageism happening <laughs> <laughs> well, there was another gal who was probably maybe I don't know six or, six or seven years younger than me. So you know, not everybody in there was young. Um, right. But I did hear Joel Com say towards the end that um, that well, you're you're kind of here, Debbie, aren't you, to um, prove that there are no age limits to 
you know, to technology and Internet marketing. And I, and I thought about that, and I said, well, I didn't look at it that way because I don't consider myself, you know, as you get older, you, you still are young in the head. And, and I, but, but that was true. I mean, that, that really was true. And I think the reason why he said that, though, was because he got his mother into Internet marketing, and she has a very successful travel site. And she's probably, I don't know, 10 years older than me. So that was really cool. Wow. So you are off to Australia. I am. I'm so excited. But your your husband is Australian, right? He's Czech and Australian. Yep. What is he first, Australian or Czech? (laughs) He was born in Czechoslovakia, actually um, Slovakia. You know, they they divide it now. There's the Czech Republic and the Slovak Republic. And um, and they sort of have this little rivalry going on, so I always have to be careful and say, yes, he is a Slovak. So you you um you've been married what twenty six years now? Twenty six years, can you believe it? Wow! Yeah, well, you have to tell us your secret. Secret <laughs> 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 in the in the magic marriage. <laughs> oh, you know what I found helped me tremendously, and and I have to say that I think the hardest job in the whole wide world, even harder than raising kids, is to um is to have a a, a lasting relationship with a man. <laughs> um, what helped me was when I was living in Vail, I lived in Vail in Summit County in, in the mountains of Colorado for about 17 years. And about halfway through that, I got involved in studying the Course in Miracles. Mm-hmm. And the Course in Miracles, one of their major premises, teaches you all you have to want to do is see things differently you hand it over and say, look, I don't know what any of this means. I just know that I want to be peaceful and happy, so I just want to see it differently. And you hand it over, and it's amazing. You'll just, you you see things in a different way. And so when, you know, you're all down on your husband and you think he's being mean and blah, 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 so, so you just say, you know what, that was a call for help, and I just want to see him in a different light. And that's, Especially honest to God, how I've gotten through 26 years now. <laughs> and how did he get through 26 years? <laughs> well. <laughs> a wife of you, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, probably I'm a little bit um, hard to deal with because I'm very independent and, and have all these ideas and do crazy mm-hmm. things. And Well, that's fun. <laughs> But we have a lot in common as far as, you know, he's he's a very gutsy man, too, and he left Czechoslovakia a, a week before the Russian occupation, um, went to uh, Australia. Well, he actually went to Austria first, and then at the time the um, Australian government was offering free passage if you would sign a two-year contract to come over and work in their country because they had a worker shortage, just as they do now. And so um, and so he didn't speak the language. He went to Australia, and um, he and his wife at the time just had to figure out how to live in a, in a foreign country not speaking the language. And, and so then he, his dream was to become a ski instructor, and preferably in the mountains of Colorado. That was like the ultimate. Hard to do and so he. Yeah. Th- he started teaching uh, in the Snowy Mountains of Australia and then ended up being a, snow, a ski instructor uh, at the Northern and sub- Southern Hemisphere, just going back and forth and back and forth. Wow. I, at the time, was uh, managing a ski shop in Keystone, Colorado, and I was supposed to be in Winter Park that year. He was supposed to be teaching in France that year. We both ended up at Keystone, met at a Christmas party. Neither one of us were invited to. <laughs> he, he invited me to go to Europe with him at the end of that ski season, and, and here we are. Wow. That's a great story. Yeah, so we've... <laughs> <laughs> And since then, you know, I've I've been to I've skied on like three different continents, and and um, we've done some some pretty exciting, crazy things, and 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 we like that. We both like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Now, how many kids do you have? Two. Two kids. Okay. Yeah, and he has one from a previous marriage. So, I actually have a stepdaughter, and they have now five kids. So wow. we're actually grandparents of a of five 
five, five kids. Grandchildren. Wow. That's a, yeah. big, that's a big family. Good for her. We hardly ever get to see them, but they live in Utah and they've lived in California. But oh wow, that's great! So she came. She came from Australia. Did his ex-wife um, move from Australia too? Did she come to the states, or did she stay there? She she actually did after Joe and I got married, um, and we his daughter actually. Well, it's a long story, but we picked her up in New York brought her to live with us to see if she wanted to stay in the country. And um, while she was with us, her mother came over with her new husband and stayed with us in a two-bedroom apartment. So that was really interesting. (laughs) 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 Yeah, okay. Oh, that's wonderful. See, again, it just shows who you are, Debbie. That's great. And and it's all about, you know, I, I... I, I understand you a little bit better now, having said that you took the Course in Miracles, because you really are about opening up a new consciousness and, and you know, changing the world. Oh, uh, you know, um, on that note, I am really excited because one of the things that I think is happening with this economy falling apart, the whole world economy falling apart, mm-hmm. is that um, the, somehow the feminine energy has to come back in to create balance. It, it got off balance with so much testosterone. <laughs> I really feel like yeah. that. And and so um, I think one of the reasons why this is all happening is to give us a chance to to realign um, the feminine energy, bring in the nurturing and the caring and the and the healing arts, and and make that a part of business, make it a part of how we operate and how we live. It just it's just gotten too competitive and and bottom line and and so i'm excited and i'm connecting with women all over the world that have that same idea and we've been having those discussions and oh it's just um i i think that might be part of the reason i'm ending up in australia i don't know what's supposed to happen there but it seems to me something wow well i know a lot of women in australia um because i taught out of a virtual school there and oh cool um, yeah one of them is like one of the big, biggest um Oh gosh, present. I guess you, do you want to call presenter baby boomers online? But she, um, but I know a lot of a lot of women there who are into the same type type of thing. And and I think that this is this is going on worldwide. This is nothing, you know, that that we're just starting here. But it, it really is a movement, and it's heading towards you know 2012 when they say that we're going to have that re, um, you know, a change in the world. And and you know there is a big consciousness happening, and a lot of people are waking up to it uh, yeah. in business and and otherwise. It's pretty exciting to see. I love to, you know, to, to hear the language in business, to, to see the spirituality coming into it, see the consciousness coming into it. Uh, it's pretty exciting. I, I think, think it's very exciting. Well, you're going to have to give me your connections over there so I can hook yeah, up. I will. I will. The, um, I, I think, you, oh, did you know that today, just as, as a side note, everybody, because i got some friends here in the, in the chat room who might be interested, um, <laughs> we have... Today, October the 14th, is supposed to be the, the day that the ETs are coming to visit us. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, apparently they wanted to make contact with us today and um, just just let us know that they're there and, and so that we would know that they're around. And that's wow. Awesome. Yeah. Have <laughs> any contacted you yet? <laughs> not me. No, not me personally. No. But I'm well, the day's not over yet. Yeah, it's still somewhere early in the world. Uh, I love it. But uh, this is a little side for those folks who are doing that. So female entrepreneurs, um, how are they different from male entrepreneurs? What do you think? I love um, entrepreneurs, by the way. Competition is the name of the game with guys. I mean, just, see, I like co-opetition. In other words, I, you know, it's good to know who your competitors are and, and how you can be better than them in a very positive way. Not better than them, but do business better than them so that you create, you know, more market share. But, but on the other hand, you know, if you can, if you can cooperate with your competitors, mm-hmm. everybody wins, I think. And I think that's the major difference. And that's one of the things. In fact, when I was running for um, in the competition, before I actually went and, and got in front of a camera, there was a forum on there, and there was a lot of discussions about, 
you know, what it is, how, how you define success and how you define business. And there was a whole discussion about, well, you know, bottom line, it's just who makes the most money. And, and, and I got in there and I said, well, um, if you look at it that way, isn't that why there are um, people ending up, like especially these men who are getting caught doing, un, uh, illegal, well, not legal things, but also right. just unethical things and ending up in prison? Because the thinking is it's all about the bottom line. Well, I was a, I was a stockbroker for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm ashamed to say that that's, I mean, there were things that I saw happening in, in that industry that made me ashamed. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Martha Stewart was the one that got caught, it made me mad because it happens regularly. And they aren't going to rat on the men, but she was, t- she was, Singled out because she was a woman. Right. But look and at her, it, man. She's so down. Most guys would have gone down the two. She comes out and still has an empire. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's great. And I love that. But yeah, just yeah. think what a strong woman she has to be. Oh. And, okay. and how, how would a man end up doing that? You know? Would, I mean, they'd whine all over the place, or, or I don't know. Yeah, it's true. They would have, they would have, they would have whined and complained. And, but you're right. Women are strong. But the, the thing that. that I like to think about with women entrepreneurs, um, I, you know, they use their intuition. I think they use their intuition a little bit more than men do. Mm-hmm. And, and, but I don't like to see women acting as men who are acting no. as women. I want to see women being women who can do business and be a woman and, you know, network with men and do all sorts of stuff, but you can still be a woman doing it. Because, you know, right. you don't have to be the tough act and you don't have to be the sexy act. You don't have to be anything. Just be you and, and you know, do your work, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think one of the other things, too, is that they truly care about their employees. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Of course, being in the construction industry, I, you know, I saw so many owners of construction companies that said, you know what, I don't care. These guys work for me. If they get hurt, I got workman's comp, but, you know, I'm not, they're, they're just seasonal workers, especially up in Vail. And we don't give benefits. We can't afford that. We don't give health insurance. We have workman's comp if they get hurt, but they're going to have to fend for themselves. And then I had women uh, friends who were business owners, and they were always, well, you know, we want to look into some health insurance for employees, and we want to be sure and, and set up some sort of retirement for them. And, and, and they were, you know, because they really cared. Right. And so uh, that's, you know, that's a biggie that I see, too, is that, and I'm not saying that men don't care about their employees or, you know, or corporations or anything, but it it just, you know, it it has become bottom line profit, you know, and and when you, if that's going to be your bottom line, there are going to be some things that aren't right. Yeah, uh, you know, well, women obviously want to communicate a little bit more than men do. <laughs> you know, a, a guy in the construction business isn't going to sit down and talk to, you know, his employee and go, so tell me about your day. <laughs> How's your wife? Yeah. Get into it all. Where, where a woman certainly doesn't have any problem communicating. And sometimes they pick up on, on, on things, you know, nonverbal uh, actions that, that give them clues to different things. And, and so I think in some ways... The intuition is good. I, I, you know, I heard from several CIOs who were um, and CEOs who, who have been looking at bringing women on to just for their intuitive skills and, and saying, don't, I don't want to know, you know, don't read the letter and don't read the numbers or anything like that. But just from your inter, your, your gut feeling, tell me what you right. think about this person, tell me what you think about this next job, tell me what you think about these things, and and, and using that that key information, um, you know, along with the data to, to support, you know, the decisions. Because I think it's kind of neat. Well, and and um, other studies that have been done is that in managerial positions, they excel because they're good with people most of the time, um, caring and and can handle. They they don't get angry as much. They don't burst out and you know. Um, but they also are great multitaskers. Yeah. Because yeah. we get used to multitasking from the time that we're, you know, teenagers or maybe even younger. Because you know taking care of the siblings or, or, you know, and then as you get older, you, you, you got the kids and the dogs and the, and the husband and the jobs and the, 
schedules. Yeah, all the scheduling you got to do between baseball diamonds and all that kind of stuff. And that's one yeah. thing that I've always, you know, told women who who were transferring into, you know, from housewife to, you know, to worker. And it's like you have these transferable skills. You have time management skills. You have, you know, these multitasking skills that you use every day that that can be transferred to almost any business that you want to go into. Absolutely. So it's kind of neat to see that. Very valuable so, skill these days. Yeah. Now, you know, in technology, typically um, when I worked in corporate with technology um, folks, it was always that they were lacking um, the emotional intelligence. They, you know, they could do the technology stuff, but they weren't very good um, at with their people skills. And so right. how, how has this um, – Have you did you think about that with sexy women at all when you were looking at technology? Um, I mean, obviously I said at the beginning of the show that the training that you do online is, is fantastic. It really is great. Um, but has there been, like, did these women find with anybody outside of your, your organization, technology people that they were, you know, interacting with, let's say, for help, um, that they just didn't get them or couldn't explain the information to them? Um, like oh, <laughs> um, one of the, you know, one of the reasons why I, I wanted to create, um, well, when you create your branding and your, your unique selling position, and it, it was because I had heard so many. See, I was involved in in economic development for women for many years, um, and for eight of those years, I was on the economic development council for women in Colorado under the governors. And one of the things that I kept hearing was, you know. Guys, you know, we try to learn this stuff. We try to ask questions, and they make fun of us. They they're short with us. They don't. They're not patient because you know they get it, and they learn fast. And they're you know they they've just got different brains <laughs> that that they're very they they latch on to technical stuff. It seems now I'm making a lot of generalizations, and I'm not saying everybody yeah, yeah, does, but but you know. Um, Percentage-wise, and and especially with the women that I was in touch with, it was like, you know, they he just made me feel so stupid. I just I got to the point where I couldn't ask questions, or if I asked them to repeat it, they would go, "Don't you, you know, don't you get it?" In fact, even my mentor in the beginning is a guy, and and he would like go, "Okay, here's the book, here's the CD." And, you know, if you want to meet for, like, an hour, and I'm like, um, you know what? An hour? <laughs> an hour? <laughs> I'm at three days. <laughs> yeah. You know, can't you walk me through this? Oh, come on, Deb. All you got to do is this and this and this and this, and they show me, and they, you know, in ten minutes, and it's like, okay, you can do it. Well, they do have <laughs> People learn in different ways, too. And, you know, some people are really good at reading. And men, you know, like to sit on the toilet <laughs> and read a book and, and read instructions. You know, I mean, that's, that's kind of how they learn stuff. Where, <laughs> you know, I need somebody sitting right by my side and go, okay, now do this, and then I do it. I'm a hands-on learner, and it's really difficult right. for me to read instructions in a book and then do things. You, you know, know what? One thing has helped a lot, though, is, um, is the video thing. I, I yeah, think that's, that's why good. video is is has just caught fire is because it's so much easier for us to watch a video and get it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm yeah. just having somebody there. <laughs> you know, it's like here, do this. Okay, I can do that. I see it. I can do that. Yeah, you know, it makes yeah. it simple. That's why you know, even with the the you know to to bring it back to women. Uh, the cooking shows and things like that, when they say, okay, now take this, stir this, do that. You know, anybody can cook using a video. Anybody can, now they're teaching you to play guitar and drums and, and just about everything, and you're teaching people how to, you know, uh, use technology. So, Debbie, what is, um, what would you say are the top, give me a couple of the top five, let's say, Internet marketing kinds of um, uh, businesses that, that would be popular or hot today in today's market? Somebody want to go into something? Um, okay, let's see, the top five. I would say probably the buzz right now is called continuity programs. I don't know why they have to give it such a big name. It's a membership site. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But anything that continues from month to month to month to month, whether it be a coaching program, whether it be um, a like a product that takes you step by step through something, um, uh, whether it be um, like wonderful web women that that has 
um, calls per week and then offers all this other stuff. Um, I, in fact, I, I've been working very closely with a gal um, right now that has a, a fresh start after divorce. Oh, and she has aligned all of these divorce experts for women to use as a resource. And so when they join her, her membership website, then they have access to all of these ex- experts and all of their information. She's actually got some lawyers that are lined up that if you're in a real financial dire position that they'll actually um, help you, you know, get through it without charging you or for a very reduced rate. Um, psychologists set up in case you're going through a really hard mental time. I mean, it's really cool. Wow. I gotta give yeah. you, somebody contacted me. I just got to find him. I got to give you the, the name. He's called the Dr. Ditchum. <laughs> Dr. Ditchum? Yeah, he's got he's got a he's got a divorce site for men. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Ditchum, <laughs> that's Dr. good. Ditchum. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That Dr. is good. Ditchum tells guys how to get rid of their wives and, and keep their money. <laughs> well, that just goes to show you he's he's ready. He's he's telling him how to ditch him, and then and then. Um, this gal that I'm working with, she's, <laughs> they're actually writing a book saying the benefit of the X. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. it. I love so. It. Yeah, that's too funny. That is funny. Okay, so, we, so we've got these continuity mastermind kind of programs and, and you know, stick around programs, and then you've got this lady doing the divorce. and um, what, what else is hot? Um, let's see. What else what's is what's hot? What are we getting into? <laughs> Um, baby boomers, I guess everything with baby boomers is hot, isn't it? I mean, there's always, whenever you have anything that you can sell to a boomer, uh, you usually got some money happening, don't you think? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And 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 not just now, but in the future. I mean, if you say, have you seen those catalogs where they have all of these products that are made for, you know, aging people, but they still want to be really active? My mom had one the other night I was looking at, and I thought, this is brilliant. What 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 did she have a pro uh, a new It was a catalog that had all these products, oh, okay. um, oh, you know, okay. um, so that you know you can make print bigger and or you could yeah. um, uh, just stuff to help you like you help you out of a chair or you know just simple yeah. ideas that would help you get along better in life. Um, wow, in physical life and and I just thought you know that's. It, they are right on, as far as I'm concerned, because they're they're going to have such a large market now and in the future, in the U.S. Anyway, I don't know, you know, but yeah, baby boomers, um, that whole health, oh my God, anything in the health industry, especially um, holistic health, wellness, which is great. Yeah. Which is great. In I fact, I just talked about doing your taxes today, Debbie. Sorry to interrupt you there, but I just I just thought of it. Um, I knew somebody who who used to do a cruise for um, people our age, I guess, people who are about to retire, let's say, and um, ta- taught them about their taxes and, and and retirement planning on a cruise. That was kind of a neat idea. Yeah. Well, I went on a cruise that was awesome. A, a lot of, a lot of. This is not necessarily an, an online opportunity, but the the combination of travel with business. Mm-hmm. I went on a, um, I went on a cruise that had five authors on board, and every day at four o'clock, that business author would would speak. Oh wow! And. And so it was, and there was mostly entrepreneurs and business people that were on the boat. So it was a lot of learning, a lot of networking, and yeah, um, yeah, that was really cool. And I think there's a lot more of that going on. Where did you guys go? We went to the Caribbean, and it was a five-star yacht. Nice. It could hold up to 100 people. There were 64 people on board and 100 uh, staff. <laughs> so you can oh imagine what the service was like. I mean, it was just, ah, it That's was so really cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. A once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah. Um, who was the biggest author? Oh, gosh, Chet Holmes was on there, Jay Conrad Levinson of Guerrilla Marketing, wow, he and his yeah. wife. 
his wife is adorable, and he's just such really? a sweet man. Um, um, Mark Thompson with Success Built to Last. There were some big names. You know, Chet yeah. Holmes is like the number one guru for sales. Um, yep. Um, who who would you say if, if if you know other than actually women? If people, you know, you have every day we have these these internet marketers coming to our inbox, and you know some guys are probably up for real, and some guys who knows. Who can we trust and who can't we trust? It, you know, are there a couple names that you can throw out there that that you met or done business with that you know are um, saying the right stuff? Well, here's what's happening. Um, you know. Joel Com is the epitome of the kind of guy that that comes out with products on a regular basis. Is is the you know the personified internet marketer as we in in with integrity mm-hmm. the personified type that we think of as an internet marketer. But that model, Frankie, is actually sort of going to the wayside. In fact. His partner with Next Internet Millionaire, Eric, um, decided that he was going to do business in a different way. And here's what's happening. People are getting tired of the hype. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, people are wanting – well, there is so much that's not full of integrity. There's so much hype. There's so much out there that people have gotten hurt with either financially or or mentally or whatever, that it's gotten to the point where something had to to change. And here's what's happening. Those people who are creating themselves as a maven, who are offering a lot of their knowledge for free, who are the thought leaders, are now becoming the most successful people because rather than hyping products every month or every week, they're saying, look, the, the, the way that we do business, we want to do ethically. What, the information that we give you, we truly want to over-deliver and we don't want you to have to pay for it. What we would really like is to establish our credibility, establish trust with you, establish ourselves as the the friend of the family that you go to, like the lawyer or the the, the way things used to be. That word of mouth, um, you know, people would say, "Wow, if you really want to learn internet marketing, you should go to you know Rich Sheffrin or you should go to Eben Pagan." Or those are a couple of the names that I bring up because they've truly tried to dump their brains out for people and really make it available to them with the thought that if 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 you liked my free stuff just imagine that you would be one of my coaching clients or one of my um uh if you got my product if i actually charged for a product and you know how i over deliver what a difference, you know, what it would be worth to you. It's truly I'm offering something that is of value. They ask for a higher price for that kind of stuff, but you know them so well and you've got so much free stuff from them that then you become one of their best fans. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I'm doing, Frankie, this year is I made the commitment at the first of the year to really promote the women who are out there because there are amazing women in Internet marketing and have been having discussions and have co-promoted with them. Example, um, uh, Diane Coriette out of England. Um, uh, Tracy. <laughs> What's Tracy's last name? Donna Fox. <laughs> Um, Lori Morgan Ferrero. I mean, those are ladies that are really taking it, and they have a much softer approach. Um, they're they're truly caring about the women's market. They're seeing the women's market, and um, and so that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm going to promote the heck out of those women that are doing a great right. job because we've got to even the playing field somehow. You know, networking, um, I, I don't know if you caught it or not. I had Dr. Ivan Meisner on a couple weeks ago, and, he, you know, he's the founder and, and CEO of um, BNI. And one of the, the things that, you know, we talked about was what is real networking, what is true networking, and, and what isn't, what's just marketing. 
you know. Because networking, like you said, you want to you want to um, become the trusted friend. You want to become that person that people will, will turn to. But you can't just expect that out of a ten page you know email to somebody and go, okay, yeah. buy this. You have to give them some stuff. You have to help them. You have to be their friend. You have to provide information and, and, and other people to them, and then you can go to them and say, you know what, I've got something here for you. Well, and and truly, Frankie, that's what I've been doing in the last year. Yeah. People would come to my site and they'd say, well, yeah, but how are you making money? And I'd say, well, you know what, I'm not making the kind of money I'd really like to make. What I'm doing now is I'm establishing my credibility. I am offering everything that I have, all of my knowledge, all of my um, inspiration and motivation, because I want to develop my mavenship and I want to develop that trust before I ask you to buy from me. Right, yeah. And, and it, you know, it, it's funny because people, well, she must not be doing any, I mean, where, where, what's she selling? How's she making her money? Well, you know, I have been making money doing consulting. I've been making money teaching my classes. So, um, but, you know, we all know that um, in order to be, uh, in the abundance that you truly want is that, you know, eventually you're going to have to monetize that. But yeah. but to monetize, because, you know, truly in the beginning, when I was trying to figure it out, I thought, oh, I have to put all these products together and i got to do it just like these guys. And my mentor took me aside and he said, Deb, you need to look at the long term. You need to look at who you are and what you stand for and this is the road that I'm taking, and I think it's the right road. You need to think about it. And I went, you know what, you're right. I don't want to yeah, be I out agree. there being an affiliate for, for – and, and then, you know, this whole Everybody. thing, go to ClickBank and, and just figure out what you want to sell. And, and Have you seen some of the crap out on ClickBank? I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> I refuse. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I do the same. You know, how are you making money from your radio show, Frankie? How are you doing? Well, you know what? When my time when my book came out and I wanted people to buy it, well, I had a whole lot of friends I could send out to and say, "Hey, now's the time. Here's the baby. There you go. You know, please, please there you go. And share it with everybody. And that's the way to do it. I really believe yep. that. Yeah, you do, you're doing it right. You're doing it the, the right way. And you know, the products in the beginning are not the products that you know now that you you gain some more experience and and you know the world a little more and you have more people that you can partner with and and sponsor with. That you know you would have a totally different product today than you would have a year ago. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? With what's happening, the whole change in the way business is being done, um, or hopefully will mm-hmm. will change, um, I'd love to latch on to that. And so um, I'm glad I waited. Yeah. I'm glad I waited. Yeah, good. You have, you have um, articles on your website, Women in Business, Fear of Technology, Entrepreneurship, Small business, female entrepreneurs, baby boomers, work from home moms. I have a friend who who has um, she specialized in SAMs, which she calls stay at home moms, um, mm-hmm. she's a coach, and, and that's been her her whole business for the last five or six years. Um, you know, uh, inspiration and motivation, women's health. I mean, these are really great categories, and there's lots of articles in all of them. And, and you know, I encourage people to come to your site. And let's tell them what your site is again. Um, there, I have several sites. Um, yeah. My my regular website is gutsy with a z g u t z y woman or women either one dot com. You can get there, and on that site you'll see it's sort of my um, my brick and mortar online. It it's got all of my articles, all of my videos, my TV channel, uh, you know, calendar of what's happening, and then I have. Um, my blog, which is com, and that last name is spelled D-U-C-I-C, and that is where a lot of my thoughts, a lot of my, um, even though it has a lot of the same articles and everything that I have on my website, it also, there. I reached a point where, you know, when you first start out, you really want to do the education piece, and that was in my plan from the beginning, um, but you, you reach a point, and that was about a year later that I said, okay. I've got tons of education on there. Now what I really want to do is speak my heart and, and align myself with those women and those things happening in the world that are, that are um, important to me as far as taking the information that I've got there and now putting that out into the world. And, and the main point being the Internet is incredible. We never before have women had 
such a tool to go out there and communicate with others and to create services and products that are totally needed and at a, and in an affordable way. And so, you know, bottom line, that's what I get so jazzed about is just what it allows women to do because we've not ever had that opportunity before. And that's what kills me about, you know, women being so scared of it is that they are limiting their options right. by not just jumping on board. Right. Well, and so the – Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the paradigm. You know, we're tr- we're trying to change a paradigm. And I, in my grand opening, um, what I wanted to do, the, the main thing I wanted to say is that if we can think of technology just as beautiful as your favorite art form. So I had a lot of ideas about putting, you know, um, art on the walls and 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 surrounding the whole place with all of this gorgeous stuff, and then putting computers and hardware right in the middle of it. Because, you know, that's that's the shift that has to happen. It has to happen where, gosh, you know what, that's my friend. Yeah, maybe it's going to be a little hard in the beginning, but, you know, it's like bicycling. You know, it was hard in the beginning, and now it's fun. You know, once it you... It's interesting. I, I took an IT service management course um, at work when I, when I used to work in corporate, which I no longer do. But um, I got the highest mark of everybody in, in my office, and, and, I, and that was against guys who were hardcore technology guys, you know, the, the, wow. the telephone installers and all those guys working at the computers, and they couldn't understand it. And the reason I think I did was because it was a different kind of test. It's not just your knowledge. It was knowledge about people and how, to, how you deal with situations and not the hardcore, you know, put this plug in here and do that. Right. And, and so that's where, that's where they lost out, um, mm-hmm. you know, was in the nuances of, of what they – of what was being written because they couldn't understand the written language. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. You could only answer it one way, and it had to be that way. And so it was kind of interesting. You know, it, it's well, and it's interesting, too. I don't know if you've um, seen these articles lately, but a lot of women in corporate settings in the technology world are quitting and getting out. And, and, you know, when they asked them why, it was sort of like, well, you know, it, I thought that, you know the 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 sexual harassment or the the looking down on me would stop and it hasn't and I'm fed up um oh, wow. or or you know still the the best jobs are are going to the men and you know I'm just as qualified and all that kind of stuff which actually might be a good thing for the rest of us women because those skills could be used in entrepreneurism that could create jobs and, and services and products that the world really needs instead of, you know, some of the things that, that the corporations okay. are doing. Yeah. yeah. One of the, probably one of the biggest things that women want to know, but everybody wants to know, men and women who, who are kind of new to the Internet um, world, is what is Web 2? We hear so much about Web 2. Like, what is it? Why, should we, why <laughs> do we care about it? Why do we want to know about it? Well, uh, this, is, this is what I do in my classes. This is the way I describe it. Imagine yourself. Being or, or or you're looking at me and I am a computer screen. Mm-hmm. Well, Web 2.0, I mean Web 1.0, or the way the computer started, the way the internet started was, you're looking at me. I have this piece of glass between you and me, and you get to sit there and you get to listen to everything that I say, and you can't say anything back. So that was the way the Internet used to work was computers were originally set up to communicate with another computer, but not with a person. Now with Web 2.0, the softwares have changed, and so now I don't have that piece of glass in front of me anymore. I talk to you, you talk to me, we go look and we, we join hands and we go look at, at somebody else's site and we comment on that back and forth. And so there's just, it, it works more like women do in that we can really communicate with each other. We can really connect and network and, and instead of that being, you know, from the hierarchy up, down, um, it's like the fingers go out in every direction and you make those connections. Um, that's that's really um, it's very esoteric in it in its description, and I could get very technical about what the differences are, but 
to me, that's the important part. It works more like we do. And um, and also, uh, people really, a lot of people aren't into reading. And one of the things that I learned being around these young guys at Next Internet Millionaire was, and, and they said point blank to me, Deb, if I go to a website and there's all this text, I will get out of there immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You better have video on your site or some game or something to keep my attention because I'm wow. not going to sit there and read all that stuff. And it was a real eye-opener, and that's why, you know, they all walked around with video cameras. We were on camera not just on the set at Next Internet Millionaire, but when we were at the Loser's Lodge, when we were, you know, I mean, there were so many videos being made by those guys, and I thought, man, I really want to jump onto that, and I get really excited about it. And I, and I tell these women that I train, you know, you, you might, you think you got to look perfect. You think you got to hire somebody to pay him $1,000 to do a video with you. It, it's not like that anymore. You know, you can get a flip camera for $160. Bucks. Um, you, can, you can buy the computers that have the cameras and the, and the microphones already built in. And just like my girlfriend in Perth, um, we use Uvu. Now, Uvu is very similar to Skype. You make the phone call over the computer, and you can talk to each other, but now you can talk to each other with the picture in front of you. But not only that, but you can um, you can record the whole thing. And let's say that they're not online. You can get on. You can look into the camera. You can say what you want to, and then email that video to them. Oh, wow. That's great. So now you so now that's truly the way women like to talk, right? Face to face and and um, seeing the expressions. Because one of the things that happens with text um, and and even just audio is with audio you can actually you know hear the inflections and you can feel the vibes and all that kind of stuff. When you have video, you can actually see their body language, you can see their eyes, you can see the smiles and the frowns and all the reactions. Well, with text, you don't see any of that, and they're to me, there have been so much uh, miscommunication because yeah, of that. that and, and that's what Web2 is all about. It's really, truly about true communication and all the different platforms and, and softwares and services that are being created around that and the fact that they're becoming easier and easier to use. Now, did you take any courses in speaking, or is this, uh, are you just like so naturally perfect? <laughs> I saw you in your videos. Oh my God, this woman's a professional. She's so fantastic. It's amazing. Oh, um, I'll tell you how I learned. I I didn't go to Toastmasters. I didn't have a. a I, I did take a class one time from an amazing woman, Joe Farrell, out of Denver. She owned a model agency for a while, and she does um, image consulting with with um, politicians and things like that. Okay. Now, that was an amazing experience, but that's really the only professional training that I've had. Right, right. I started out in my, in my earlier career I, when I got sick of retail, because I worked retail for 17 years in the fashion area. And when I got out of that, I got into finance. That's how I started my, my career and like, finally becoming a stockbroker. But in the beginning, it was with a company called Marketing and Management Corporation, and we had to um, memorize a, f- a one-hour presentation in order to um, uh, oh, wow. recruit people. Right. And we did yeah. that at um, uh, service centers where, where you know, the, the employment offices and things like that. Yeah. And so I got, I got really adept at that. And then, um, and then we had to teach a three-day training course. And it went from 9 in the morning until 9 at night for, like, two days and then from 9 oh, to wow. 4. So you stood in front of the room um, doing all of this training in front of people on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And then we had uh, a script where we sold a, a life insurance product that had an annuity attached, had a lot of tax benefits, and, and had to do those presentations in front of people, you know, at their kitchen table on a regular basis, and I had to train my salespeople how to do that. So <laughs> that's where I learned how to be very natural in front of people. It was a lot of practice. Fantastic. Well, I'm hoping that every woman who hears this and every man who hears this will encourage um, themselves or women in their lives to go to Gutsy Women and take up 
um, how to be a marketer online because there's a fantastic opportunity out there for you, and, and Debbie is certainly um, someone for you to look up to. We are out of time. Can you believe it? The time is up. But Debbie Dusick has been my guest tonight on Mission Unstoppable, and I highly encourage you to go to her Gutsy Women's site. And, again, it's G-U-T-Z-Y or Z-Y if you're in Canada. <laughs> I believe, and uh, thanks for joining us, Debbie. And good luck on your move to Australia. I hope. Oh, thank you so much, Frankie. I really and enjoyed I'll this. See those contacts. Thanks again. Take care. Good night, everybody. I love you. I'll see you next week. Bye bye. Good night. Good night. By any of the 152 Houston area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores, where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, oh, oh.